Hi, welcome to another episode of Get Close. I'm your co-host, Gio. And I'm the best host, Bart. Yeah, I would agree. You definitely are the best host. And our little bear friend is back. I don't like seeing this chair empty, and I do love seeing it filled with my little furry buddy here. Um, So there is no guest. It's going to be an intimate conversation between the papa and the mama, and I'm so excited because we don't have these. We We used to do this. And I love them. I love them too. And we used to do this at night before we would go to bed. We'd put Taika to bed and then we would spend at least an hour talking about everything and anything. Or we would have those 4 a.m. episodes too. We would when we used to podcast during the pandemic. Yes. But um, as of recently, we just are so exhausted. Taika just does not have less energy the older he gets. I'm like, what the fuck? He has more energy. And not like his mouth has more energy. <laughs> like he will talk to me. For an hour straight, straight in the car. For an hour. Bart's just sitting there. And it gets to the point where I'm like, going, uh-huh. Really? Wow, dude. And then what? And I keep just answering. And then I feel myself tired not realizing it's because I've been talking for an hour straight. My lips are parched. I have no more saliva in my mouth. And I look at you. <laughs> and you're just on your fucking phone. And I go, Tyga, talk to your dad. I'm also just driving. Or you're not driving. Sometimes you're just sitting there. Yeah, it doesn't matter who is driving. He's talking to you. Right. Or, or we're on the couch. He's not even talking. He's arguing, which is so funny. <laughs> he's like, I'll be Taika, you be you, okay? Yeah. Are we going the right way? Yes, Taika, look. I have the map. No, that's on. not the right way. That's not the right way. What do you mean? Look at this. I follow the blue line, dude. Are you tricking me? No, dude. Why would I trick? When do I ever trick you, Taika? Why are we going this way? It's not the right way. No, because there's multiple ways to get to the same location, dude. What's the same? Where we're going. We're going to go to the restaurant that we always get your udon from. You can. Just- I love udon. Oh, <laughs> literally. <laughs> you see how natural that came out? Because yeah. that literally is the conversation. Yeah. And I'm so tired. Yeah, and, so and then he, goes to, he says, I love udon. And then it goes. I'm to, like, good. We're gonna go get some right now. And then it's an argument about something there. Yeah. And it then just then, goes from argument to argument to argument. And then he goes, argument. "Can I watch your phone while we're there?" And I'm like, "Oh God, talk to your dad, Taika." <laughs> so then you can imagine by the end of the night when we're in bed, bed is my favorite place to be right now. It's his favorite place to be too. <sighs> but then no. But then he goes to bed, and then now it's my. I feel like that's finally my hour. Yeah, your time to just decompress. And yeah. Then- and then you or you're and then you tell me you're like, ah, oh, I want to get on top of you. And not like in a sexual way, but just like to hug and snuggle. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the last thing. I'm a I romantic want. guy, I can't help it, you know? No, I don't want you on top of me. I want to cuddle. Yeah, I'm a romantic guy. And caresses. Guy. But not like a fucking I just picture a log just like collapsing and landing on top of my and body. That looks so sweet to me. Yeah, no, not to me. I feel like get the fuck off me. I can't breathe. I need my me time. Do I still are you still attracted to to me no the way no not at all you used to be nope from the beginning uh so our love my level of attraction has um has changed over the years really yeah so in the beginning i couldn't i just didn't find you attractive um we were friends (laughs) (laughs) we were friends and you just weren't anything that i what is this like 2004 when did we get together seven 2008 eight at the end of at the end of eight right december yeah um whenever i was with the other guy um you were in the picture already because we were all the homies um but yeah no you're just never any one i was attracted to you're just not i just didn't i was already in relationships i don't even have attractive glasses on or like good looking um you weren't busted <laughs> <laughs> that's all you needed 
Um, and then I got for most dudes, it doesn't matter if you're with or without a person, right? It's you can tell who is, of course, physically good looking. Right, I could tell who's physically good looking too. Yeah, but I guess okay. So I guess just a straight answer, no. Yeah, I didn't find you physically good looking. No. All right, perfect. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah, and then and then I got to know you, and then it was just I thought you were just the hottest guy ever. Um, You're not incorrect. Yeah. So I thought you were the hottest guy ever. Like I loved your posture, like your head shape, like everything about you was just perfect. My size eight head. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and then it's more like a twelve, but sure. They don't even make hats that size. I know. I know. You get them custom made. Tell the truth. Fine, that's true. Uh, you wear those fucking what's his name, Pharrell hats. Anyway. Because, you know, they're all fucking big bucket hats. I'm glad he just stopped that. They look like the Smokey the Bear hats, ago. but really big. Yeah. And r- made wrong. Yeah. They look really fucked up. Like he shrunk. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then we had our ups and downs in our relationship and I hated you. And I but think you I did, probably. You did see me pull 600, though. You. you saw me pull 600. Huh? Yeah. So that's, that's pretty sexy. And now I think you're super sexy. Yeah. I think you're really fucking sexy. Like yesterday you put on an actual outfit and I just kept staring at you the whole time. Because I'm like, damn, Papa's fucking fly. I told you. And you're hot. What the fuck is this conversation, babe? What do you mean? What are you trying to... What is this topic? What are we talking about here? I don't know. We're having a conversation. <laughs> and I, I feel like back- I'm talking to an adult Tyco who just no, keeps arguing I'm with just me. backing you up. I should have backed you up. You said, <laughs> you, said, you said that I looked attractive. Yeah. And I said, I concur. Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, then there. Did I answer your question? I don't know what you're trying to get at. <laughs> Where are we? Well, why do we have to get go anywhere? <laughs> okay, fine. Fine. I'll lay. I'll chill out. I'm okay. chilling out. Chill. So there. Did I answer your question? No. I didn't answer your question. I find you uh, more attractive than ever. Than ever? Yeah. That yeah, because I fucking love you so much. Oh, that makes me very happy. Yeah. Is that what you wanted? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's why i'm asking what are you trying to get at nothing that's it oh okay so that's it we wrap you it up had a conversation before young lady i have but usually if there's like long i don't know you're i'm just, just trying talking, to give you the right? floor yeah you're just talking it's like do you do you do that with your mom your mom's like how's your day what are you trying to fucking get at bitch <laughs> she's just like <laughs> sometimes uh, all right sometimes <laughs> i'm sorry i asked maybe i'm a bad conversationalist yeah, i think you are sometimes because sometimes i feel like people are beating around the bush and i'm like what the fuck are you trying to get at just Spit it out. What do you What do you try to say? But some people that sometimes the bush needs beating. Oh, all right, okay. So then uh, let's keep beating. It's that like bush. I don't know. Just like uh, people. It's like I feel like you're the person where someone's going for a walk in the neighborhood. Like, where are you really trying to go? And then they're like, No, where I'm just. I just wanted to do sure this. Sure, you are. I just want to do this for twenty minutes. Is that okay? No, that's weird. Like, Why? Nah, I know you're trying to go yeah. somewhere. No, you have an agenda. Where is it? What's exactly. the agenda? See, tell that's, me. That's weird. Yeah, no. Um, what about you? Same question. No, I think you're super hot the whole time, all the way through. Super it, hot? Except when you're a, a bitch to me, you're still a hot bitch. <laughs> but I'm still hot before the bitch? Yeah. Oh, hot? What's, a, what's hot to you? Um, like, what does hot mean? Hot means you look like you want to have sex. Oh, so you? I look like you want to have sex with me all the time? You look like you want to have sex with me all the time. <laughs> and that's what's hot to you that, yeah. that i just my loins yearn for you fucking all the time i mean i know that's not true but at least you look like it that's cuny i do every day i want to have sex with you but i'm just gonna get like during midday i what, know the it's peak, the busiest huh? yeah, the peak fucking i'm in a meeting or whatever yeah. and i'm like oh man that'd be so hot 
Just thinking about, I think it's it's around that time. Right now I'm getting turned on, just thinking about it. So you're telling me that. Should we pause this real quick? Maybe. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So you're telling me you get hot when you're talking about Alibaba? <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. I'm like, man, fuck <laughs> this fucking kidding. Alibaba shit. I'm Let me kidding. have some sex. We don't, we don't talk to Alibaba. That's funny. And then, uh, and then I want to have sex with you and then you're busy. Yeah, I Is know. Is that a zip tie on your hoodie? Yep, it's fucking sick, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but one thing I did want to just kind of talk about on this podcast is how we got together because, you know, we've gotten a new wave of, um, uh, of people that, you know, that have discovered me, I guess, on Instagram and stuff. And then I'll do these Q and A's and they're like, wait, how did you and Bart get together? And then I'm like, I find myself answering this question a lot. So I just figured why not do like an origin story of how we got together? Yeah. Do you, um, but you don't really do Q and A's, huh? I probably should. They're so fun. Are they? Yeah, they're so cool. And like you get to really connect with people. It's like kind of having um, um, it's just fun because they ask specific questions and you answer. And a lot of people have the same question. So then I'll get a bunch of feedback in my DMs and I start talking to people in DMs. And it's just a lot of fun. Damn, I feel like I'm such a boomer. I barely learn how to share workouts on my stories. Oh, shit. You know, Do so you know how like, to add music to it or we're not there I yet? Know how. I know. What about I, text? Like I'll see you do three different fonts and stuff. I'm like, wow, how does she do that? That's so sad. I know. I'm such a fucking boomer that I'm like, just don't give even me, jump on TikTok. Yeah, dude. Give, me, give me a break and let me just keep sharing my workouts and stuff. And then once I feel like I got a grasp of that, maybe I'll do some Q&A's. Do you know how to do GIFs? What's that? GIFs? What's that? GIF? What's that? Like the little animated little like icons. Sometimes you can do like literally anything. Like, Can I be honest? We have Barbell Brigade specific ones. No, I don't know how to use it. Shut up, dude. I don't even know how to do the Barbell Brigade ones. You just under the GIF, you type in Barbell Brigade and it's all of our logos like Dominate Humbly, the BB Stacks. None of that. That doesn't ring a bell. Like nah, our logo. I'm going to start using them now that I know we have them. Dude. Which, which I bet we've probably had for years. For huh? years, dude. Yeah. Oh I'm a boomer. God. I'm such okay. a boomer. Um, so, yeah. So when I do these Q&As, people will ask like how we got together. Some people thought you were friend zone the whole time. And I'm like, no, like um, we both were not into it. So I want to share how we got together. And see also if we remember the right shit. Yeah. How far back you want to go? The beginning of the beginning of the beginning. As okay. far back as we need to. How far are you trying to go? All right. I'll tell you from my perspective. This is going to be a. It's going to be a Christopher Nolan movie where it, it cuts from different perspectives. Okay. Okay. So. The first um, time you set eyes on this gorgeous goddess. Yeah. Um, I might get a boner talking about it. So, Ooh, and you're wearing gray pants. We know about gray pants, girls. <laughs> so um, this is probably. I'm already getting giddy. This is so cute. cute this is probably 2003. Three. 2004. No, no, 2004. It has to be 2004. Because 2003, I was still in boot camp. Um, I got out of boot camp and my MOS school and Marine combat training. And I was. I am now released. You're so handsome. Bikini. I'm now released into the reserves, which means I was allowed to go to school and do the whole military thing at the same time. So it's got to be 2004. I remember me and my best friend at the time, um, we would do the cheap student thing and not buy the parking permit and park at the Carl's Jr. 
that is across the street. It's like a shopping center. From the community college, which is a big no-no. There's signs everywhere. And there's a security guard. Yeah, do not park here if you're going to school. But everyone did it. Everyone would park there and like look to see if the security guard is looking and just book it, right? And this security guard always drank his own piss too. But that's besides the point. I told you that story. No. I think he told uh, he told my best friend at the time too. Anyways. Because I, I was with your best friend and I told him that story. <laughs> no, he told me. He told him. Okay, fine. So um, the Carl's Jr., we would park there. But there was also a row of shops in that shopping plaza that you would walk to to get to like the crosswalk. There was a, a Rio's Pizza. There's an AT&T at the corner. A gyno, a doctor's oh, office. Oh, right. The guy with the uh, Mercedes that yeah. hooked up. Yeah, the I'm Asian like, doctor. Gynecologists make hella money. And then, then there was the Rios. A, and yeah, the Rios. And then there was a bookstore. And me and my best friend, we started, uh, we went to boot camp together, uh, MOS school together, Marine combat training together, and we would walk by there together. And I remember us walking by the textbook store is when we first saw you, and we're like, Damn. You guys just walked by. Yeah, and we're like, damn, she's fine. Wow. <laughs> and we would talk about you. Like what? You would talk? <laughs> what do you say? You don't even know me. What do you say? That you're hot. Oh, okay. Like I liked, uh, so one of the things that you would always wear all the time would be like these, um, like a white wife beater type thing and your little hip bones would show and you got a flat stomach. It looked all sexy. And then. Um, I still have that. I'll wear that yeah, outfit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just look like you wanted to fuck all the time. Really? <laughs> to a guy, yeah. <laughs> or at least to our eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, she's hot. And then she's like, yeah, she's hot. So we walked to school. And it would, we'd do it like over and over and over again, you know. Um, That's so cute. I never once saw you guys. And then you know when we're two. Yeah. And then you know when you're like, <laughs> like two dudes are, two dudes or a group of dudes are always like this, right? You go to a club. And, oh, man, I see her. Oh, yeah. Oh, we should talk to her. Someone should talk to her. Like you just kind of do this nudging thing. Like someone should do, make a move, do something, right? Because you either you get the number, or one of us gets fucking roasted, and it becomes a funny story later that you could tell the other homies when you see. So, oh, we should talk to her. Should talk to her. Talk to her. And I wanted to talk to you, but I was just kind of scared a little bit. Why? I don't know. And then my best friend. Were you, wait, were you normally scared of talking to chicks? Um. Some. Yes and no. I don't know why you intimidated me. Maybe because I'm almost six feet tall. <laughs> maybe. And I have a fucking RBF. Maybe. Um, maybe. Or maybe I felt like he was more passionate. Oh. So I don't know. I mean, we have no ties to you. You know, we're like, oh, you talk, you talk, you talk. And he goes, I'm going to do it. I'm like, yeah, you should, do you should go do it. What? Yeah. And then so. I guess girls would do the same thing. Yeah. We do. We and do. then so uh, he ended up going in and talking to you. Yeah. And I think he told me he asked you to go out. For some coffee or something yeah that bookstore was a coffee shop and i'm like are you serious this is stupid that's what you said yeah i was like oh really you want to go get coffee when i make coffee all day <laughs> <laughs> damn what a bitch absolutely yeah it wasn't that fucking easy catch but then you guys end up going to get coffee after a month of him constantly trying oh. and literally the fucking hook he likes the challenge though which uh is that's probably what, what it was because if you shut him down immediately i don't <laughs> i think it would have been whatever but i think since you said what do you I think since you came back with some attitude, he goes, yeah. oh, I got something to work with. Yeah, no. Uh, he he. So do you want me to give you that that perspective of what happened there? Yeah, tell me. So he comes into the bookstore and it's peak season. So this, the where I worked, um, I was already going to Cal State LA, I think, at that point. Yeah. Um, 
doing that full time and then working there part time. And um, in uh, during the so we sold college bookstore. It was a college bookstore, textbook store. But on the off season, because, you know, in the beginning of the each quarter or semester, everyone needs to get their materials and, and it is booming. You would be like like three or four cash registers all and day, lines out the wazoo. All day there's a line. Yeah. Um, out the wazoo, though. Out the wazoo. Yep. <laughs> and so that's just the first week. <clears throat> but then after everyone has their books, you don't need books anymore. So it's yeah. completely empty. So the way that that business ran was on the off season, then we're just selling coffee and we're making fresh juices. And it was a perfect job for me because it's so dead. I get to study. So all I would do is study. And I would probably get maybe 10 customers a day or like within my work period. And I loved it. So it was peak season. Everyone's getting their college books. And um, this guy walks in with his friend. I don't I don't recall what his friend looked like. It could have been you. I don't know. And then he just starts flirting with me. And I'm like, he would be like, oh, yeah, this. Like he would be talking about the book. But you can tell it's very flirtatious. And he's just trying to make too many comments um did he come in peak season or he came in downtime uh peak season i think oh, okay and like he was just asking about books but just being like extra friendly and i just was not about it um and i think i was probably joking back but super sarcastically and then i think he came back again during peak season so that means he had to wait in line multiple times for fucking who knows how long because these lines are fucking long out the wazoo yeah and then that's when he starts asking me um like to hang out or do whatever you know and then that's when I give him the attitude of like, where he's like, well, we should just go get coffee sometime or whatever. But the way he said it to me, it just felt jokey. Like I was just like, this is weird. That's also him. Now I know, right? Yeah. In retrospect, that is him. Yeah. Because uh, he also doesn't know how to just put on the table and get scared to get hurt. So right. He puts it so there it's always a like, joke. It's kind of lukewarm. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay. So you're inviting me to go get coffee when I make coffee all day. I'm like, that doesn't sound fun at all. And then, uh, uh, completely shot him down and he would like after that he would just keep trying to come in and like just keep talking to me and stuff and like make small conversation and little by little he started winning me over and it got to the point though where he made a, a t-shirt with my face on it oh that's dope you don't you don't you didn't see I that i remember yeah <clears throat> i remember he told me he was gonna do that that was dope yeah so he made that and i was like what the fuck this guy just won't quit you know it was like <laughs> a month of me just like not into it yeah you know and like yeah. um I just wasn't about it. Persistence is important. Yeah. And then like he was just about it. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, um, that's funny. Like this dude is like really funny. And like he doesn't give a fuck about, about what people think. And I'm like, that's really cool. And I like that he was really persistent. I wasn't trying to like prolong it for any specific reason. I was just like not into it. Uh, but the more I was not into it, the more he would show his true colors. And the more I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like he's a really cool dude. And he's going to school and stuff. <clears throat> and I remember um, like I, I now because he's introduced into my life. Now I like I see when he is walking by and then I see you. You are with him. And then I, re I remember seeing you and going like, wow, that guy like has a really cool like look to him. You have a cool look. Yeah. Like, I mean, you were very bummy looking. I was wearing the same clothes every day. Yeah, but not we the same. I get it. Yeah, but the same set, style. I had seven of the same like shirts. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so what I liked about that. Um, I thought you had a really cool look because you had this like this look of I'm not here to fuck around. I'm not here to impress you. I'm here to do work. Yeah. And that's what I really liked about um, how you looked. And even him, like both of you guys look the same. Um, like you would walk in with like faded fucking black socks or not walk in, but walk by because, yes, you were parking illegally. 
Um, but you have to cross my coffee shop to get to school or get back to your car. So I would see you frequently. And this is when you had your um, your gold or silver. This is still to this day. We fucking talk about it. Tacoma. Toyota Tacoma. Yeah. And I would see you walk by and I would even see you drive off with was it. Was it lifted? <clears throat> it was lifted. Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, you had, I think, like an army backpack. Yeah. I had a. Uh, like a camo backpack. Yeah. So at that time in the in the Marine Corps, they're uh, issuing the Molly packs. And Molly pack is like a external plastic frame pack. And then it's cool because uh, you have the main pack that you could stuff and like be out in the wilderness for like seven to 14 days. Then there's a day pack that's stuck to it. And then oh, so, cool. so that thing detaches from that. Oh, and that's what you were using? And that's what I was using. Cause I, thought oh, I, was just, I thought it was so cool. Yeah. Um, but I didn't think much of it. Right. I was just like, oh, he has a cool look and you were you were jacked. Yeah. Um, You were buffer. But like you just had like this impeccable posture. Like I had never seen that. Like you just walked around and like you just had this this like. I don't give a fuck about anyone else type presence. And I really like that. And that's very true. And didn't and not liked it where I like focused on it, but I definitely was aware that that I was like, whoa, that guy's different. But that's it just ended there. Um and eventually me and your best friend at that time, uh, we get together. And it becomes more serious now. And um yeah, we hang out more. What actually won you over? Like at the when you guys actually had the coffee date. Was it like good conversations, sparks flew, or like what made you go, okay, this is pretty cool? Um, so I like how heavily he pursued me, mm, and I like the persistence. Yeah, so uh, like he's I, willing to put in the work. Yeah, he's willing to put in the work. He didn't care about what other people thought. Like to put a picture of me on your face. Yeah, like I come from an era where guys don't do that shit because now you're sprung. You know, like yeah. you don't want to appear to be like whipped yeah. on someone, you know, like yeah. to show that you're really into a person for a male at that time. And I'm talking about early 2000s uh, was a sign of weakness. Like you're not a man if you're pursuing a chick that hard. Yeah, that's just what I grew up with. Um, so for me to see the complete opposite was very refreshing. Mm. So it was super refreshing and it was very creative. And um, and I was very intrigued. So, so that w was what piqued my interest and started opening me up to that possibility. Um, and then when he took me out, it was like this really cool, obviously now, right? Korean, um, like coffee shop and it was really quaint. It was super cute. And the conversation was cool because he wasn't an idiot and he had his head on straight and, you know, he had goals of like, um, you know, this is the JC, but he wanted to go into SC and he wanted just to do so many different things. And he was a very good conversationalist, um, yeah, and he just wasn't an idiot. He had his head on right, and um, so yeah, he just kind of checked box, uh, checked off a lot of the boxes that, at least for my standard at that point. Yeah, and he liked going to the gym, and like he had a good physique. He was taller. I don't know. There were just so many things that um that I just about him. that I just liked, yeah. you know. And then um very quickly in the relationship, he introduces me into to like his family and stuff, and they completely accepted me and like already loved me off the bat and i loved them off the bat and i was like whoa like your family dynamic is really cool like i remember having like early on in the relationship like having like joining them for dinner yeah and i was like whoa like this is this is weird like i didn't in a good way yeah where i'm like oh shit this is like really serious yeah like i would never want to introduce anybody to my family until i knew it was anything you know so so Prior to him, I probably only introduced my family to maybe one other boyfriend at wow, that time. Wow, yeah. Yeah, and that was only after like a year of being together. Wow. Yeah, 
Um, so yeah, so yeah, we become a thing, we become a couple, and then I get introduced to his friends, and you're part of that circle, and um, and yeah, I don't think anything of anybody there, obviously, because they're they're the they're, homies, they're homies, yeah, and everyone's cool, but like, um, I'm not looking at anyone, specifically you, I'm not looking at anyone for anything, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. just like there to hang out, yeah. And uh, we would we would go to like movie nights. We went shooting. We would um, go on double dates and shit. Like I remember you and I, well, the four of us, we we like went on double dates multiple times and shit. Yes. Um, <laughs> and just I just found you like I didn't really like you very much. What? Um, yeah, you were always the homie that was always trying to like preach. Like, oh really? You're always trying to set the like. Like if there there was always something that the the group was arguing about or debating about, right? There was that, always, that group liked to debate a lot. There was always some type of debate always happening, but it was never super serious, and it was over the stupidest shit. And then um, you would come in like like this righteous guy, always like setting things straight and like philosophizing and like I don't know, it just always felt like a little pretentious for me. Oh. Yeah, who cares? I mean, I was fucking immature too. Like, maybe you were doing the right thing. Don't make a face like you're sad. I mean, it's just no, no, no. I'm sad. Maybe I was hiding my own no, fucking no, no. I'm feelings. S- I'm sad for myself. Oh, why? I didn't know I was doing that. But then maybe now, they don't see it that but then way. Now that I look back, and I was, I was. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it always felt like you were that guy. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Because I, I hate, you know, like the worst advice is when it's unsolicited. You know. Yeah. And then I'm like, fuck! I was that guy. God damn it. And but then now this I look is back. Am- this is amongst your friends, though. Yeah, but I look back oh. and I'm like, I was that guy. Yeah, for sure you were that yeah. guy. And then you would like you had braces at this time, and you would eat and like you oh just watching <laughs> you eat for some reason always stuck out and well, it was of just course, so disgusting. There's so many souvenirs left behind. Ugh, it was just so disgusting. <laughs> you would do this thing where you were talking. Yeah. And like you talk with your mouth open. Yeah. And then you had braces, so it's stuck in there. And then you would drink water, and you would go. <laughs> And you would swish the water around, I guess, to clean your teeth. And I'm yeah. like, yo, this fool's nasty. And then you would fart all the time. And you just, you had like the lowest class of that whole group. Like you were foul, dude. I was? Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. So it was you first. And then it was my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> so we were the two worst. You guys were the worst. But it, it ties into us not giving a shit. Yeah. Which is why, what I liked, right? Yeah. And then like, like the, the whole- reason why I dressed like a bum at school, it was always clean, clean. And presentable. You didn't look like you stunk because you always had, had like your hair cut. Yeah, and I never had wrinkled clothes. Everything was just really chill. It was worn out. I'm like, I knew what I looked like when I dressed up. So I'm like, I don't need to impress anybody. You know, yeah. I'm here to f- study and then I'm going to go to the gym and fucking crush my life. And then so like um, I just as long as I look clean and presentable, I, that was cool. I didn't feel like I had to like steeze it up, you know. Yeah, and that's what I liked with both of you guys. It, it, I felt that you had enough to f- offer intellectually that the rest was just um it was just like minute details like it just didn't fucking matter so that's what it really attracted me to that um so yeah like and then when the homies would get together obviously there's a lot of guys and i was the only one that i i was i guess he was the only one that had a girlfriend at that time no one else had a chick for whatever reason yeah and um what i liked about him was that what you see is what you got um, he would talk about how much porn he watched. He would talk about, so it was, he was very open about everything. Yeah. So even if there was a girl that every, like all the guys were taught, like if she'd walk by, they'd be like, damn, she's hot. Like he would partake in that. And I didn't mind because I'm just like, um, 
I'd rather have you do it to my face than you give me your best foot for like to give me this one face, but then behind my back you're that other way. Yeah. So what I. What if he's also? But what if someone, a dude, does that out of respect? Does true that too? But for me, that was my reasoning as to like I prefer that. I see. Because you again remember like um, I'm coming from an era where everything's a front. Everyone's fronting about how they feel about women, how like, or dudes at least. It was, everything was a front. Like you got to dress fly as a front. You know what I mean? Like there were just too many fronts. Yeah. So for me to hear that, and I had never heard anyone speak like that. I'm like, oh shit, finally someone's not fronting. I see. So yes, they're doing it maybe out of respect. But for me, I'm like, give me something new. Yeah. You know, and that was it. That makes sense. Um, but then one thing that stuck out to me as that conversation was happening, and it wouldn't be super vulgar, like no one was like super disrespectful. And like if there was a hot chick, it would stop at like, damn, she is hot, hot. And that would that would be it. It wasn't like, damn, let me fucking bend her over. Like it was never like that. Like so even that was super respectful. But I would notice you um, didn't even care. Like they would have that conversation and then like you would just glance and you'd just get back to it. So you had like this righteousness to you or that I perceived as righteous where like you didn't even soup to that level. So I was like, oh, that is very interesting. Um, I also felt like there are there are inside thoughts and outside thoughts. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But for me, I like that the outside was being put on the outside. The inside was being put on the outside because it was just. I didn't get exposed to that. I see. Because on the inside, I'm probably like, <laughs> give me like, <laughs> give me like 10 seconds in the elevator with her, you know? Yeah. But then, but, but then on the outside, I'm like, I, I don't need to, what's that going to do? But why would, but not like, so for me, I saw that as why, why not partake? These are your homies. This is the comfort, you know, like yeah. this is, this is the, all doors are closed and no one's going to judge you. Like you can be you. I also like being real. So I'm like, are we going to have an orgy? Like, if we're going to talk like this, then are all five of our dudes going to bone chicks together like this? Yeah. If not, then, you know? Because yeah. to, like, to me, everything is you 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 walk your talk, right? Or you talk where you're going to walk. Yeah. So if the dude is like, yo, I'm going to fuck you up, whatever, in the parking lot, right? I'm like, shh, let's just fight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you don't want to fight, then let's not talk. Yeah. So when people are saying, oh, bend over, do all these things, I'm like, are you really going to? Are you really going to bend her over? Because if you are, I'll bring my chicken. We'll all bend. And we'll, we're going to have an orgy. Yeah. But if we're not, then that's how I viewed it. At the yeah. Time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just saw that you didn't participate in that. And and I was I thought that was very interesting because boys will be boys, right? That's yeah. the saying. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's interesting. But I didn't think much of it. So um, I ended up being with this guy for about three years. And um, you and I are never really close. There's never a real situation that you and I need to like hang out or do whatever. Like I always thought you're a bitch too. Um, I yeah, probably because I didn't like you, right? I so fucked up. <clears throat> um, I don't know if other people probably thought I was a bitch, but I didn't like a couple of the guys there. We actually did hang out <clears throat> quite a bit though, because your boyfriend was my best friend. Um, but we didn't have a reason to really talk. Do you know what I mean? Like oh yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was always in a big yeah. group. Yeah, yeah. The group, <clears throat> the group. <clears throat> Spend a lot of time together. And I mean, you even met my mom, right? Which is not your boyfriend, not your boyfriend's mom, just because of like a wedding. Um, wedding? Mm-hmm. No, no, but even besides that, oh. like you would, uh, like, let's say if me and my best friend had to go to the airport or do something, like you would take us. Like, so we actually spent a lot of time 
together. We did. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But we never had like one-on-one time to like no. connect at any no, point. No, 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 never. There was always, a, if it was, if you're in the pictures, because like at least four other people are in the picture. Yeah, yeah. It was never, or at least like two other people are in the picture. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, yeah. And then towards the end of our relationship, it just was more just him and I. And like you weren't in the picture very much. And like there were only some friends that we would kind of hang out with. And then he would hang out with my friends more too, a little bit. I think that's when uh, it was getting close to probably like transferring time. So, you know, people spend two to three years in community college. Yeah. And then it's getting serious. And then, oh, okay, this home is going to Long Beach. Yeah. This home is going over here. This home is going over here. So it's like people were getting more serious and more um, uh, like involved in whatever they're doing. Yeah, that's literally what happened. Um, One of the homies is going to be a firefighter now. The other one's going to about to go to right. police academy. Yeah, that was literally that point. Yeah. Because I remember you were doing like a medical internship um, that summer before even going to school, I think at SC. UCLA. Was it at UCLA? Yeah. Okay, UCLA. And I remember like we all drove to just pay you a visit because I think you were like living out there for a little bit. Oh, yeah. When you came with the other homies uh, and you saw my cousin. Yeah, yeah, dance, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a UCLA apartment. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then so, yeah, like we just started seeing the homies less and less and less. And then he transferred into SC. You didn't then, even come with, uh, you didn't even come with um, your boyfriend at the time. At that time, we could have been broken up. I'm not. Uh, I, I'm okay. kind of getting That's the timelines a little true. bit yeah, messed up. Yeah, me too. It is but, a long time ago. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I was already living on my own towards the end of that relationship. I had just moved out of my house. Um, because you graduated college, you're working now. Yeah, I'm. I'm already pretty set. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm living with my girlfriends. And he's doing the SC thing. He's hanging out more with just a different group of like SC people. And yeah. I'm like, whoa, like he started kind of changing. I started changing. He was and getting was, really in touch with his Korean roots, I remember. Yeah. And I was just like, this is weird, man. Like, I don't even know this person anymore. And I don't like how he's talking to me. I don't like how I feel around him. He would bring some of his like Korean club homies over. Um, and then he would, at, it would tell like me and the other homies to call him young. And I'm like. First of all, I'm not opposed to that because I grew up in Cerritos, had a lot of Korean older homies, and I called them youngs. But I'm, I don't know this motherfucker. And then we have another one of the other homies. He's like fourth generation Japanese. And he's like, I don't even speak Japanese. I'm definitely not going to speak Korean. <laughs> That's tight. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that relationship just kind of um, I break up with him. So we break up. And this is, I want to say, in November. But I have all of you guys still as friends because, like, we ended up um, just kind of getting close. Yeah. Can I pause it real quick? I have to use the restroom. Yeah. I've been trying to hold it at 15. Okay. Okay. So um, we ended up breaking up. And this is around the holiday season. I remember in November. And I was just so devastated. And not, like, really devastated. But I think I was more down on myself for allowing myself to become a different person in the relationship. Was this, like, 2007, 2008? Maybe 2008, because then we get together. Oh, okay. Um, right? Yeah, because I, I, so. I remember I so. like, or maybe it was even before November, because I remember doing Halloween with just my friends, and and none of you guys were involved in that. Yeah. Maybe it was maybe it was before then actually then, but maybe we were just kind of talking back and forth trying to maybe fix shit. I don't know. Yeah, because I remember doing Halloween in West Hollywood. And you were like, I just was with my own friends. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, maybe I was just already fucked up. I was just like, man, like, it just got to the point in the relationship where I just thought he was just a complete asshole. And like, I thought I was a complete loser for fucking like allowing someone just to be an asshole. Um, and then, uh, I'm living on my own or with my friends and, um, it's Thanksgiving now and I'm just bummed. Like I was hanging out doing like single life shit, like going to clubs, doing work, like all that shit. Um, staying up late because I had just moved out. So that was so fun. Right. Yeah. But I just was like, this is so whack. Um, and it was Thanksgiving and, uh, one of the homies, uh, Mike, remember he like, he's, he's very much about like spending family time together. Yeah. And he like hit me up. He's like, Hey, what are you doing? Like for the holidays or whatever. And I'm like, dude, I think I'm just going to stay, just stay indoors and just kind of not do anything. And then uh, he's like, no, you can't do that. Like, come through. Like, you know, you can come hang out with us. Like, he's not going to be here. Like, do like, just come hang out with all of us. We're all going to be here. I was like, no, nah, man, that's going to be weird. Like, it's all good. Like, I just, I don't really feel like up to it. And then I remember um, you and him came to my house with the plate of like Thanksgiving dinner. Um, and then I remember going like, like, oh, that's so nice. Like, that's so nice of Bart. Um, and um, I think we just talked for a little bit and you guys were trying to hang out and like trying to get me to go out. And I'm like, nah, dude, thank you so much. I'm just, you guys knew I was bummed. Uh, and I just, we just left it at that. And at that time I was working at the bank too. Oh, I remember how we all started hanging out. So um, that summer, the summer before that, um, my best friend, since he was getting really acquainted with his Korean roots, he went to Korea. Oh, right. So he went to Korea for a few months. Good point. Yeah, he went to Korea for a few months. That's why I didn't see him. And then so he was like, hey, like hang out with the homies. They'll take care of you. And that's when we started hanging out without him. Because I remember right. us hanging out a Good lot. Thing. A lot more without him. Yeah. But still not one-on-one, -on -one, but just like the homies. Yeah. So it became where it's like all of us had direct contact with you and it wasn't weird. Yeah, 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 You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, okay, me, me and that's, Mike. It makes sense. Me and Mike are going to go do something. Uh, let's see if Gio wants to come. Or me and this guy are going to go do yeah. something. Let's see if Gio wants to come. Good point. Because, um... Yeah, yeah, because I, because it all leads to us going snowboarding later, right? And it wasn't not, it was not not normal, yeah, to see if Gio wanted to go snowboarding, right? But right. Yeah, I remember. Oh, uh, yeah, he was in Korea, good call, doing his own thing, and then so we were already hanging out. So I think that's why, like, you know, in our in our friends, it made sense in our friend circle at the time. Um, Mike was the most family oriented, yeah, and like. The, the I always felt like we're like the lost boys. Yeah. Where a lot of us didn't have like tight families like that. And so when Mike would spend time with like this side of the family for Halloween, Christmas or Thanksgiving, he always invited me. Yeah. And then if he goes to like Long Beach, he always invited me. So like I like I'm so thankful for him because he, you know, brought me into his family like so much. Yeah. That makes sense. Because when you say that, I'm like, yeah, why were we at raves together? And like he wasn't there. Yeah, because we, we, yeah, we went to we went to that one. Uh, we went to EDC. We went to a we mansion to, party. Remember that? Oh man? right. We went to a crazy ass. That mansion party was crazy. That was crazy. So yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was that summer, and I think uh, 
Mike's brother was a uh, he's a he was becoming a really known DJ or something. Yeah. And he told us about this party, yeah. but this party was like at a secret mansion location in Hollywood Hills. Yeah, we had to meet at this weird random fucking parking lot where this unmarked van picked us all up. And remember those Chinese? There was fucking, a shuttle. Yeah. Remember the Chinese? Uh, they look like they were like in their fifties and they, they were like rolling parents. off their fucking. Ass. Yeah, they look at my parents. And they were wearing uh, like shades. sunglasses. Yeah, I'm like, how the fuck did... Because they didn't even speak English. No. I'm like, how the fuck did you guys hear about this shit? Because we're in our 20s and it makes sense. Remember yeah. we saw, um, not Al Bundy, but the son from The Married With Children walking <laughs> yeah, yeah. his fucking dog yeah, in Hollywood yeah. randomly? Yeah. Yeah, so um, you said something about that night uh, once we got together. But um, so our friend Mike that always wanted us to hang out, always wanted everyone to drink. Yeah. So he would drop. He comes in with four drinks all the yeah. time. And he, he would, would just, drop fat cash just to get everyone just feeling good, drinking, yeah. having a good time. Yeah. And I remember at that time, I was always thinking about like like fitness and shit. So um, I was probably on a diet where I wasn't eating very much. So then he comes with shots and, and um, beer, mainly beer. He was a beer guy. And I remember drinking and I think I drank too much that I like blacked out. You started throwing up in the bushes. Oh my God. And you were taking care of me. Yeah, it was me, Him. Mike, two others, I think. And then Mike's brother. Doe was there too. Yeah. Oh my God. But you were like, you said that you felt like super like obligated to take care of me. Yeah, because he's, you're like my best friend's, uh, my best friend's woman, you know? Yeah. So I felt like family because yeah. I was really tight with him. That's cute. Although even at that time, though, me and him started to drift apart. Yeah. Like me and him, we got really tight in high school um, to the point where we were going to join the Marine Corps together. I was actually always going to go the army route because I went I came from uh, a military school that was more army based. So I was very familiar with the army and that's what I wanted to do. Um, but his next door neighbor, did you ever meet him across across the street? So he was uh, going through Marine Corps officer training and he would always just preach about like how dope the Marine Corps was. And then, you know, I have the whole story of going I, to the I'm like, recruit oh, I'm center. Like, I'm hearing a lot. So let me just go to every single recruit center and by myself to see what fits me. And then I go in the army, I go in the Navy and I, oh, you want to see the world? And And it feels like some used car salesman, you know. And I go in the Marine Corps one. I'm like, hello, hello, looking around. No one's even there. And finally, this guy crawls up from underneath the desk. And he's like wiping his eye boogers. He goes, yeah, you want to join the Marine Corps? I'm like, this is my dude right here. <laughs> I'm like, fuck That's it. so funny. I, I just like, I don't like real. fucking bullshit. You yeah, know? you I'm like, like real shit. Like I would see the army dude. I'm like, you got slick back hair and you're supposed to fight in the bushes. I'm like, you look too pretty to be fucking, you know, I'm like, and this guy, he was like, kind of like chunky a little not chunky like 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 overweight but just he just looked thick like he just looked like he would wreck your ass you know and then he's also sleeping under the desk because he's tired from some for some reason yeah <laughs> you know i'm like hell yeah and so we joined together and in the in boot camp it's really tough right it's non-stop there's a schedule every single minute of the day from like 5 a.m all the way until you go to sleep and it, it brings out a lot of different sides of people you know, when people say, oh, I'm fucking They're tough, true I'll, colors. I'll, I'll fight you, whatever, right? And then when shit hits the fan and your home is getting jumped, if you whether or not you jump in really shows who you are, you know? And so when shit really hit the fan, all the stuff that I thought me and him connected on, um, it wasn't the case. And then so I started to feel like this weird, like, 
oh man, I don't think we really like are who I don't think we were like soulmate brothers the way we said we were, you know, and over and over again, like things would happen. And I felt like I had to step in and almost felt like I had to like take care of him at certain points. Like even the, even the, um, even the summer before we shipped out, do you remember we got into that big ass car accident? Uh, that was before my time. But oh, you before. did tell me about it. Oh, okay. So, oh yeah, he was, he was with another girl, but we, yeah, he was. He we were, we were racing to go watch a movie, right? I'm in my best friend's car. The other other two homies are in the other car. We're racing. We come up this this hill, and uh, the car started spinning. We smash into a traffic. Uh, I mean, a street light. The street light bends over, and um, it, it crushes the car. Firefighters have to pull us out. My friend was knocked out. I'm kind of going in and out of consciousness. We get put in a ambulance. Take us to SC County Hospital. Um, I was probably doing hella shrugs at that time. So my neck was a little bit stronger. So I was able to like, I was able, I actually didn't get released. I was just like, I'm tired of eating jello. So I, I walked out the front door, but me and his family were so tight where I called his older brother. Cause I don't want to bother my parents. I'm like, yo, can you pick me up? And like, yeah, sure. So I called him and I walked out the front door with my ass cheeks hanging out with my, with the gown. Oh my God. I didn't even ask for my clothes back or nothing. I just literally like did the movie thing, like pull the fucking, I'm like, I'm tired of shit. So I would just pull the fucking shit, the shits out. And I just walked out the front door. And then when I came back, because he was still so traumatized, like he would constantly throw up. He couldn't keep food down. It was, we're about to ship out in like a week or two. His mom was like, Hey, um, can you, can you delay your shipment? You're, you're shipping out with him. So you got, cause I trust him being with you and we're brothers, you know? So I'm like, all right, let's do it. Let, let, I'll, I'll. Yeah. Didn't you say you had to forego like a bonus? Oh yeah. I scored really high on the ASVAB. So I got a pretty sick bonus. Um, but it's attached to that shipping date and to that job. But then he's my brother. So I'm like, even my dad thought I was so stupid. He goes, you're going to give away that much money. It was like a signing bonus. And then I'm like, no, he's my Wasn't brother. It like 10 grand. I think it was like 10 grand or something. And then he was like. For like, a fucking 18, 19 year old. Yeah. A lot. yeah. And my dad's like, you're so fucking dumb. And I'm like, I don't care. Brothers over everything. Yeah. Um, But I, I forego it to go to the military with him. And uh, I think that was the start of like. A declining friendship. Of feeling like I had to take care of him. Mm. And then it wasn't really like equals anymore. Yeah. It just felt like. um. He wasn't as like, I don't know if the word is like macho or alpha, but it felt like that, mm. you know? Bummer. Yeah. And then so, and then through boot camp, you just see it uglier, uglier sides. We go to MOS school, you see ugly other sides. So that was, that probably created the biggest divide. Yeah. And then going back into the civilian world, you know, we were all kind of preachy for some reason, you know, all five, six of us. So he would still be preachy. And then I'm looking at him with these eyes like, motherfucker, I've seen how you are. I've seen the real you, you know, and you're still talking like this. So I think naturally in the group, it used to be me and him that were best friends. But then um, I started hanging out with Mike more, more yeah. and more and more. Yeah. And then he would get like jealous too. Like he'd be like, like, yo, dude, what happened? How, how, how come you're at Mike's house? And then and it just so happened that Mike also lived right next to ELAC, East LA Community College. Oh, right. So I'm like. Uh, he literally lives like two minutes away. It's easy for me to yeah, go after cares? school. Yeah, who cares? We're all friends. Like, We're not competing. Yeah, it's easy for me to go after school straight to his house. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and then so I think there was already slowly that divide. So I think 
even when you and him got into the picture, it was already me and him. Yeah, because it didn't feel like you guys kept saying you guys are best friends, but it didn't really feel like it. And JK started. <clears throat> so my time was split with like probably the beginning of my other best friend, which is Joe. But we just connected just on the art form of comedy. Yeah. Not really tight, tight yet. Because even Joe would view me and the other guy as best friends. Yeah. You know, so he would view that as best friends. But I think that was probably literally the, the start where I'm starting to separate from him. And then me and Joe started spending a ton of time together, like filming it more and more and more. Yeah. Yeah. I remember getting those video clips from you guys and going, man, this is so stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. What the hell are they sending me? Um. So then, yeah. So then him and I, we break up. And yeah, we were hanging out a lot more because he was away. And then um, uh, you guys came over to give me that Thanksgiving plate. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. And I, it was, it was, it warmed my heart so much to know that people cared about me like that. Yeah, and everyone I think just started viewing viewing you not as the homies girl, but just another homie now. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, and then um, I don't know. He got so far gone in his Korean roots that like he kind of started excluding himself from that circle. So it kind of worked out nicely that I was getting accepted into it more, and he was just kind of like moving away. Yeah, we would something. fucking have a bonfire at the beach, and he's <clears throat> showing up in slacks. <laughs> yeah, and it I'm was like, so weird. I'm like, what the <clears throat> fuck is going on, dude? Yeah, it was weird. Like this fool was like trying to look like a. Uh, like a K-Town player, you know, because everyone in the K-Town club like that. At that time, yeah. I'm like, why are you wearing fucking Ferragamo like, loafers yeah. to Dockweiler Beach? It was weird, man. Yeah. It was so weird. Like, he would, uh, <laughs> so he would go and he'd host his friends, like, at different Korean clubs while we were still together. And I would find, like, girls' numbers and shit all over, like, like in his clothes and his pants and stuff. And he goes, oh, it's not for me. Like, you know, it's, it's you know, I'm trying to hook them, the girls up with my homies or whatever. And I'm like, but... I know your style. Like, I know um, I didn't think anything foul happened, but who knows, right? Um, so then, yeah, we break up. We're not doing our thing. We, uh, the homies are hanging out more. And we would go snowboarding. And one of those, <coughs> excuse me, one of those times, um, all the homies were like, dude, let's go. It was supposed to be Mike, Richard, Kevin, you, me. And uh, I think you were picking everyone. Like, you were picking up people one by one. And I was the last one. We're I guess just we asking could, everyone, yeah. Yeah, because I think I was the one furthest out because at that time I was living in Alhambra. And I guess from Alhambra, you just jump on maybe the 60 or something. The 10? Yeah, the 10. And oh, then yeah, you, you just, go straight there, yeah. yeah. So I was the last one getting picked up. And then I get a we text. We were all just supposed to meet at your house. Because oh, it was right off the freeway. Okay. Yeah, it was right off the freeway. Right. So we were just all going to meet at your house. Right. Okay, so then one by one, I start getting texts of like people dropping out. And you go like, oh, shit, I'm out front. And I remember looking out my window because my room, I was running a room with my friends at that time. I look out my window and it faces the street and your blue truck, you're in there in your blue truck. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I have to get stuck with you. And I'm like, this is going to be so awkward. Like, what were you thinking? Because I'm like, I don't like this well, person. Everyone was dropping out. And then it ended up being you and me and richard yeah and then um so i'm like you know richard loves snowboarding yeah and he's one of those guys that once he starts doing something he dives deep into it so i'm like okay that's tight like three's company whatever let's, let's let's roll you know and then we get to your house and i'm like texting him i'm like yo are you coming and i'm like oh yeah i also remember richard's a vietnamese lagger and i'm like fuck if we say i think it was like 7 or 8 a.m i'm like this fool's probably gonna show up at like 11 or something so I'm like, damn it. 
ah, fuck it. I'm, I'm already here. You know, I'm like, it already took me so much on the holidays. Cause probably, I don't know, like December, uh, November or December. I'm like, if it's already in the holidays and I got up anyways and snowboard clothes aren't easy to put on, I'm already half in it. I'm like, fuck it. You know? So that's why I asked you if we still wanted to go. And then I think you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember like I was still getting ready and you were just in your car. Like I thought you were going to come out and you were in your car. And I think at that point you were taking singing lessons. So I was like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> was I, was I, I was like, yeah. mama, 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 mama. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and it was fucking loud. And oh I'm like, this God. fool is weird as shit. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. So then <laughs> it's you and I in the truck and we're driving up to Big Bear and stuff. And I remember like we just got to talking like, like I just made an effort to just talk to you because I'm like, what else am I going to do? Like, he is a friend. He's not really a dick, but like, I just find him annoying. Like, let me just strike up a conversation. And I think we started talking about like my relationship and stuff and like how I was feeling about it. And it felt so natural talking to you. Like, it felt really nice. It felt like um, even though you were his homie, like you you kept a very neutral position and you were like explaining like his side and you were trying to understand my side and like... You were really just trying to hear me out for whatever I was saying. And I was like, whoa, this is really cool. I don't even remember what we talked about, to be honest. Um, Well, I don't remember the words, but I remember the feeling, right? Like yeah. Like fucking Maya Angelou. Yeah. Like people won't remember what you say. They'll always remember how you made them feel. Yeah. Um, And I remember feeling really comfortable and I felt really natural talking to you at that point. And I remember this line specifically, you know, because I just felt so much like I felt like I had bottled up so much. Um, cause I just didn't know how to deal with what I was going through in that relationship. Cause I had just like that relationship made me grow so much. Cause mm. I went from like strictly being career driven to just being super single and not wanting kids and not wanting to do things traditionally to now going like, Oh wait, have I been viewing all of this stuff wrong? Like that family is really cool. And this guy has, family. yeah, like, like he has a really good head on his shoulders and like he has like a bright future and like I can see building with this. I'm like, man, maybe should I change my percept, my, my, per like my goals, my personal goals. And then that's when I really started considering marriage and settling down and family and taking that traditional route. So when that ended, it really fucked me up because I'm like, holy fuck, I lost myself in that relationship and I hated that. And I really hated my, not hated myself, but I was disappointed at myself because I always like, I was, I was always so proud of myself for sticking to who I've always been, which is like this very independent person who doesn't need anybody for anything, um, who knows what she wants and goes after it regardless of obstacles. Like that's always been me. So the fact that I wasn't that and I let I let myself be so vulnerable that like this person was able to like infiltrate my goals to like make me want something different. Like I was I hated it. Mm. So then um, I got to talking to you about all of that stuff and I got to open and it felt like you really understood and like you were like it just felt good. I don't know. Like it just felt like we flowed so nicely in conversation and just like the feeling I was getting from you. I don't know if you were getting that from me, but. Obviously, you were because we were together. Um, <laughs> but this is a line that I remember, like, this feeling of, like, this big sigh of relief after we talked. Like, I, I had this huge sigh, and I just went, like, oh. I'm like, man, Bart, like, this gives me so much hope, you know, to know that there's people out there um, like you for me. Because I didn't consider you... Uh, like a candidate. Yeah, like you're not because you're the homie. Yeah. You know, but I was just like, oh, shit, if Bart exists and Bart has his level of maturity and insight um, and like I have this feeling with him, 
I'm like, that's tight. There's hope. Mm. Like I can, I can have that again with someone else, you know? Yeah. And then I just moved on. And then, then at that point, that just solidified a friendship for me. I didn't even remember like any specific lines. I do remember it felt like you were in a, a bad place. And I just felt like I'm like, oh man, like I don't think like, I just wanted to try to like make it feel like it was okay for you. Like whatever it was, it just felt like you, I don't know. It felt like you were being tied up somehow. And I just felt like, oh man, that sucks. I'm like, it's, I don't think it's like that. It's probably maybe like this, you know, maybe yeah. it's more like this. And then you're like, I can see you kind of find out like loosen up a little bit. And then I think that was that. Yeah, it was that. Yeah. And it really ended at that. And what's crazy is we didn't, we, I remember it was just small talk. It was just going to be like, like homie talk. Like, oh, cool. Like, hey, you want to eat something later? Oh, Super like, homie talk. And then, it, but then it was, that's when it got snowed in though. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. So I remember we were driving and that was happening. And I remember saying that and feeling that and going like, damn, like, like, I, like everything I was holding in and all these knots that I had in my heart, like they just started kind of loosening it, loosening up. And I found a lot of clarity within our conversation that I was like, cool. I'm in a place to move on now. Yeah. Like at that point, I just felt like good. Yeah. And then we get snowed in. And then I'm like, I guess snowstorm oh. hits to the point where uh, going into Big Bear, it's a one lane up, one lane down. It snowed in so hard that the cars couldn't move. No. And didn't uh, matter if you had chains, nothing. Nothing. And we're back or bumper to bumper, front and back. So no one could do, bust a U turn and leave because there's cars going up in and out. And remember, uh, like the those guys in those neon jackets are just walking down the sideways, just going turning like this. It off. Yeah, turn yeah, it off, turn, turn it off, because you're gonna be here for a while. So we're like, oh shit! And I remember being stuck there for like four hours. Yeah, just we in were the car. stuck for hours, just like talking about life now. Yeah. And like you were, you introduced me to Khalil, I think. Uh, he was like a Taiwanese like R and B singer. singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, whoa, this is actually tight. And like. Yeah. And I think because we had that prior conversation, it just felt like cool. It just felt like two homies having a conversation. But like we were vibing on so many different levels and still like I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, duh, no wonder we like we're all homies. Yeah, because this is what homies do. We just click. Yeah. And then after those four hours of just talking about bullshit and just laughing and just I don't know, just being just being friends. Yeah. We finally get to the mountain. We snowboard. Um, um, we come back down. No big deal. We eat. We hang out a little bit, but still nothing. Yeah. Uh, nothing for me, at least. Yeah. And then I go home and then the next day or the next couple of days, I think I'm just like, I don't know why I can't stop thinking about you. And then um, I, I don't remember, know. I remember a chat in like the a little bit, the aim and just talk because we, had, we, we we connected so much. Yeah. That we started talking like, yeah, just wait, you know, like back when you had aim. If you signed on and you saw like the five usual suspects, you would just say, hey, what's up to everyone? Yeah. Like, hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? And just see who responds if they're even responding. And so you end up being one of my usual suspects now. Hey, what's going on? You know? Yeah. And we would just talk and then that kind of turned into like a, a text back and forth. Yeah. And then um, I'm like, fuck, this is so weird. I don't know why I can't stop thinking about this dude. And then I remember and I think this is the moment that I realized like I really liked you. Um was I was going to go on another snowboarding trip with my friends. We had, we had rented a cabin and, um, and I think, and I don't know, for some reason, like he, we just had such a good time that I'm like, damn, I really want Bart to come on this one. And that no one else, like none of the other homies I really cared about. And, uh, it was going to be like six of us on my side. And then it was going to, and I'm like, man, I, I really want to invite Bart. 
like he loves this so much and and it felt like you were just so free like it felt like you got something different out of the snowboarding trip that we had that you hadn't gone before i don't know maybe i was convincing myself of something else and i was so nervous but i asked you if you wanted to come and i was like kind of going back and forth for a long time like (laughs) should i invite him should i not and i'm like is it weird and i'm like why am i why do i want to invite him like this is weird and i was just fighting it for myself so much and i think i was trying to justify it as but he just had such a good time i know he'll love my friends my friends are fucking cool yeah um and then i was just like ah fuck it like i told myself like there's nothing there uh i don't know why i'm so nervous i'm making it a big deal just fucking invite him so i texted you like hey we're all gonna do like a cabin or whatever and then you replied and you were like no, I really can't. Like, I, w- I would love to, but I have this, like, orth- orthodontic appointment. I remember the phone call. I was literally upstairs of the balcony of my orthodontist. And you're like, we're leaving, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, I really wanted to go, too. But I was like, oh, fuck, I have to do this. And then I think I had a couple other things I needed to do. And I couldn't. Oh, you know what it was? I was so heartbroken. That 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 whole, like, two weeks, um, it was Christmas break. So I left UCLA and then me and Joe had plans where I was going to crash at his place. Um, and we were going to do a right fest and also ship out, um, mm. all of our merch, like all of the, all of the, like the, the three t-shirts that we had. Yeah. And so I didn't know any of that. Yeah. So I couldn't abandon him if we yeah. already agreed to all that, you know? Yeah. I didn't know that. And I just felt so sad. Yeah. And at like, and it even that didn't make sense. Like, bitch, why are you so sad? Yeah. Like, I didn't even I I didn't even know that I'd liked you that much. I was just like, oh man, like the homie can't huh, come. Like, I really want the homie to be here. You know? Yeah, it was gonna keep me warm in the covers. Damn, the homie can't come. Yeah, and I remember <laughs> um on that trip too. Like, I was just like half in, like yeah. like not really there. You know? Because I'm like, man, I, I kind of wish Bart was here. And then that like when we came back down or whatever, like we just talked a lot via text. Yeah. And I remember like. It just got to the point where um, I remember I would text you during like my shift at work. And I remember walking the floor and um, and I was like, OK, can I tell you something? And then that's when I told you that I can't stop thinking about you. And then you replied that it was the same thing. Look at me making the moves all the fucking time. <laughs> um, and then and this re- is during like, I think like Motorola Razor yeah. or like Blackberry days. Yeah, I remember texting was not fun. Yeah, and then uh, you you wrote that to me, and you you said like you too, and I was like, oh fuck. And then um, I go home, and I'm like, okay, well now what? Like I you remember, weren't really saying. I remember much. Uh, during this time, because I was staying at Joe's place. I was like, hey Joe, <laughs> you're not gonna believe this, but I'm like, I think me and Gio like each other oh my god and we're talking and then joe's like <laughs> secret lovers he just thought it was the funniest thing ever yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah i mean maybe even before then i hung out with you and joe too i don't know if we were together just yet oh you came over to smoke hookah huh? yeah 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 i forgot what it was for and we were just hanging out and i think like oh it was just us three i know what happened because i th- so i thought my ex-boyfriend was cheating on me um oh, really? and i hit you up about it because like you're like yeah i have some stuff i want to say or some shit yeah um and i came over and you were supposed to reveal something which wasn't anything at all and i was remember <laughs> i remember i was in your bed and i was just like so sad because i was crying um 
because I thought he was like talking to other chicks. And and I think there was. I think he was actually talking to a, a foreign exchange chick or something. Not shit. that I knew of because he, he was already in the Korean crowd yeah. at that time. So I, um, I was like. And I remember thinking like, of, yeah. why the fuck did Bart waste my time when he didn't have anything to tell me? But he made me come over and I was in your bed. I mean, you were nowhere in the bed. Like you were across. And I was like just crying and shit. And then your stupid ass the next day was like, hey, um, my bed smells like or my sheets smell like guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that's also why we kept talking back and forth. Anyway, so it's revealed that we were both like in likes with each other. <laughs> and I'm back. Line. It was really good. That's how I, I didn't forget it. And then um, I'm back home and I'm like, OK, wait, what is this? What are we doing? I'm like, can you please come over? Like, we got to we got to sort this shit out. Yeah. And then you came over. And like, I think the first thing I did when I opened the door was I just hugged you. Yeah, I remember. Felt yeah. good. I hugged you so hard. Um, Why'd you felt, hug me so hard? Because I liked you so much. I couldn't stop thinking about you. And like, it, I had never felt this way before. Like, it was just this instant, like, perfect piece that, like, just molded into me that, like, just needed to be there. It was just so perfect. I never hugged anyone on my tippy toes before, too. <laughs> Bullshit. I saw the girls you dated. You dated nothing but taller chicks. That's true. There were some chicks that were tall. All of the chicks were tall. There was like that foreign exchange chick uh, from like Bolivia or I don't know where the fuck's fucking Kazakhstan. Who knows where the fuck she was from? Russia. I don't know. Um. Anyway. Yeah. I saw all those chicks. Uh. Yeah. And then and then. Yeah. I think like we had that conversation and. And then I think since then, it like everything felt like it moved too slow, but in reality, it was really fucking fast. Yeah. Like within that month, you had like already moved in. We told each other we loved each other. Well, um, even before that, the reason why I think I felt slow too is um, I feel like I like to live life by a code. You know, and at that time in your early 20s, like the bros are everything. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, oh, man, dating. Yeah, a- we hadn't done anything. Yeah, I was like, we dating- hadn't kissed. We hadn't had sex. Yeah, none of that. I was like dating a homie's ex. I was like, man, to me at that time, I was like, that's a big no, no, you know. So like I also I was like, man, if this happens, I need to get the homie's blessing, even though me and him don't really talk anymore, you know. And I was like, I got to do things right because that's that's not how I want to live. But I also don't want to like have a premature scare you know like the last thing that the worst the the worst nightmare is like yo man hey what's up man like me we and don't G- even work out me and G are talking right yeah and then fucking two weeks later oh fuck she's a bitch and then put something on the line that's like it's irreversible you know so i think for me like my internal clock and i think i probably mentioned to you i was like um we can talk that's it it's but after 30 days i need to talk to because i remember for some reason that 30 days was so important in my brain i'm like after 30 days i need to let them know i need no, to let them know you, we didn't i didn't know that 30 day thing. oh but i guess it was in my mind because i wanted to make sure it's not like a two-week fling just talking it's cool now you know it's like uh, you're on the rebound or i'm on a rebound or it's just convenient or it's like christmas spirit i don't know i don't know what the hell's going on you know I yeah just, it was weird i just i just weird. know Everything has its honeymoon phase. and I didn't want it to be that if it's going to be that big of news. So we were just talking. And then I think um, it was like, OK, cool. I was like, I think 30 days were up or something. And at that time was probably like mid-November now. And that's when I was like, I don't know if you remember, but I told you, hey, I scheduled to meet up with him. Yeah, of course. 
Yeah, and I was. I like, was part of that whole decision. Yeah, maybe. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go meet up with him, and then um, I met, I went to go met up with him at a golf course. He's like fucking playing like a golf. golfer now. I'm like, yeah, it was Who the so weird. Fuck is this dude? This yeah, is, it's so weird. This is the same. Or maybe dude. that was him the whole time. This is the same dude, right outside of college. Me and him because we we set up a um, a fight club after school. That there'd the be fights. <laughs> yes. There were fights every Thursday and Friday after school. And me and him were like fucking a lot of people up. So we thought we were good fighters. And we would go to all the local martial arts schools, Muay Thai, whatever, and challenge schools. And like, if you guys, if you got a guy that could whoop our ass, we'll join. That's the guy who we were. Who we were. And now he's fucking wearing And this was now fucking golfing. wearing slacks playing golf. I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> but anyways, I met with him at the golf course. And I'm like, yo, I know we haven't talked in a while, um, but there's something important I want to bring up, and I want uh, your blessing. And he was like, and he's like, all right, what is it? And then I'm like, uh, me and Gio are talking, and I'm like, and I think it's pretty serious, and I think we like each other. And he was like, what? He starts laughing. Oh, well, that's crazy. Like, what, you guys? Oh, my God. You know, he just, like, has that whole, like, laugh type of thing. And I'm like, no, it's, I think it's really serious, man. I'm like, he goes, you guys will never work. And I'm like. He's like, watch, invite me to your wedding. Yeah. And I was like, oh. If it does. You guys are yeah. too similar or some shit. Like I don't know what he said, but I forgot. But I just remember him like scoffing it off. And I think because he was on that, like, yeah, right. It's going to work. Tip, he goes, yeah, you have my blessing. I'm like, do I really have it? Or being sarcastic? Goes, oh, go ahead. Do whatever you want to do. And he was already like mr korean golfer boy so i think it was like really going that way and then we thought we would always go to the same college we ended up going to the rival schools like a movie um he goes to sc i go to ucla and then um yeah and i remember coming back and telling you so i talked to him not too sure how it went but he did verbally say he gave the blessing and we fucked so hard that night. I'm just kidding. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, wait, we did? Because I don't remember. <clears throat> and then, uh, no, we did it. And then, yeah. And then uh, that was that was the start of it, of us like really committing ourselves to it. And then I remember the night of Christmas is when we got together. Yeah. That was the night where I was like, <clears throat> we were just laying in bed, just talking, not doing anything. And um and I was like, hey, Bart. Even that felt so weird. <laughs> I know. And then you were like, yeah. I was like, never mind. And then you were like, something like, yeah, I feel the same way too or something. No, I just like said that. me too. Yeah. You're like, never mind. And I'm like, me too. <laughs> and you're like, what? No, something like I was about to say like. Um, you're about to say I love you. Yeah. And then like, like your answer fit like as if I had already just said it. And that's why I said me too. Yeah. And I was like, wait, you two what? And then like you like you basically shared that like you knew I was gonna say I love you because yeah. you like loved me too and I was like yeah. what the fuck is going on and it was that was it that was it like I just you were my person like that was yeah that was just the end of it yeah and then here we are thirteen years later that's crazy we didn't work out huh <laughs> just kidding it's gonna be fourteen this year yeah thirteen years. And a little hairless monkey later. I know. And it's fucking cuny. Yeah, that's crazy. You big dummy. You big dummy. You're a I big fucking dummy. love you. You promise? Are you sure you love me? Mm. Are you sure you love me? 
And on that note, everybody. <laughs> prove it. Prove it that you love me. <laughs> what the fuck? You know I love you. Shut up. Nah, I don't think so. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it was. it's such a cool story. Ugh, I feel like all oh, cuny and shit. <clears throat> it's such a cuny story, and I it's love. Very, it's a very cuny story. Um, how far we've come, you know? Yeah. Come uh. so far. We come so far. <laughs> <laughs> like we've gone through so many ups and downs in a relationship, and I yeah. feel like, um, like when I hear people say like, "Oh, relationship goals" or whatever, I'm like, "Thank you." You know, it's flattering, but like with any relationship, it takes a lot of work. A lot. Even and not then, romantic, you know, like yeah. you're gonna have a good father son or, yeah. or father daughter mother daughter even all relationships if you want it to be good like right now i'm actively working on um my relationship with my mom and my yeah. dad because i know they want to be even closer i'm like so it's got to be i got to yeah. do what it takes you know like every relationship yeah and i love where we're at right now you know like um it just feels really good it feels really not comfortable but it just feels like very connected it feels like we have the same goals in mind it feels like um we're partners and shit. Um, and it feels like like we don't have big obstacles that like we're against each other. You know, yeah. it feels like there's obstacles ahead that we see that we're like, are we ready? And then we just kind of like we suit up and we armor up and we're side by side. Yeah. And it's really cuny. Very cuny. Because um, we had that in the beginning. And then somehow we kind of lost ourselves a little bit. And then we were able to to come back to this space. But like. I think it was just like the work relationship balance. Like, yeah, we um, were unprepared for that. We were young. It takes yeah. a lot of maturity to yeah. know like, um, like, you know, how to balance the two or even what balance means. Right. You know, like you can't give a kid candy because this full. Or you can't gonna, let them set their own diet. Yeah. Cause they're going <laughs> to, they're going to eat nothing but candy. They're going to crush candy because they don't understand balance. Right. Yeah. And it's like you keep growing and you don't really know what balance is. So we just go, okay, cool, time to work, 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 work. This is what we're supposed to do. It's early 20s, it's a time to work. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, shit, the relationship fell by the wayside. Well, we didn't think we needed to nurture it. You yeah. Know? We just thought that it was just something else. And our parents are our role models. And they don't talk about and, shit. Yeah, they're workhorses. And you just go, okay, if they worked out, then this is the way. Until you, the relationship start feeling, falling apart and you start looking at each other as coworkers rather than significant others. Yeah. And you're like, oh man, we got a really, really big void here. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. But no, no, it feels like we're a team, you know? And like, I feel, I feel like when we both have shit on our minds, like we're usually the first people to tell each other, even if it's not sorted out. Whereas before it felt like things needed to be sorted out before they could be like polished and presented, you know? Yeah. But I love you. I love doing life with you. I love you too. You're my best friend. You big cutie guy. Wow, this was cool going back down memory lane and shit. Yeah. We hadn't done that in fucking forever since oh. the last video or the first and last video um, on JK. Yeah. No, on our my our personal, channels. personal channel. You did yeah. your story. I did my story. That's so cute. Yeah. Um, That's it. That's all I got. What about you? That's all I got too, Bikini. All right. Well, let's go have sex now. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you guys so much for watching. I hope we, um, we were able to... Uh, I don't know, help you guys out if you guys are going through any type of relationship stuff or just, um, I don't know, took you guys down memory lane as well. So thank you so much and we'll see you guys next week. Or if there's also um, any part of the story that you guys are like, oh man, I'd love to like know deeper about that. Yeah, we're open book. Yeah, like let's let's make it, uh, let's make it Game of Thrones, you know? Like we dive into a specific episode or a specific storyline because that's the main like love story. But I mean... 
during that time, there's like there's a ton. so many things going on. There's a ton. When me and Joe are packing for stuff, you know, what does it feel like to work a corporate gig? You know, like all like right out of, and then what does it feel like for you to give up your corporate gig to work on JK yeah, stuff? There's a ton. There's, there's a ton. so much. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you so much, and uh, yeah, let us know if there's anything you guys want us to dive into, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.